Thank you for listening to Breakthrough Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message brought to you by Daryl Reed. For more podcasts, news, and other events, please visit breakthroughlife.co.za. Hey, morning, everyone. So good to be together. So uh, John asked me to continue on our healing uh, topic that we've been covering for about the last month or so. And, uh, and it's actually a little bit practical. So is that okay? Are we allowed to get practical in church? Are we allowed to do more than just listen? I hope so, because uh, we're going we're gonna to go that, that direction this morning. Um, a couple of years ago, it was about seven years ago, uh, the Lord put on our heart to film a documentary, and the, the documentary is called Extraordinary. It's actually available for free on our website at the moment, uh, extraordinarythefilm.com. Um, and so go check it out and you'll see a bunch of uh, cool stuff happening and, and God using ordinary people. And the reason we call it extraordinary is because God wants to use ordinary people like you and me to do extraordinary things. You know, while we were filming this documentary, I had the privilege of interviewing a bunch of um, just, I guess, leaders within the body of Christ from, from South Africa and from England, from America. And, and I was interviewing one of uh, one of my heroes, I guess we, we could put it like that, uh, just a, a man that I have a, a lot of respect and value for, and just one of the smartest guys and one of the most spiritually attuned people uh, that I've ever met. And so one of the questions I was asking all of these people as I'm interviewing them as kind of the, the, the foundational revelation and backing for, for the, the, the footage that we were filming was, what qualifies you to be used by God? And, 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 and so as I ask him this question, Without batting an eyelid, he, he looks straight at me and he says, you need an earth suit. And it's like it hits me like uh, just this wave of, of simple yet profound revelation. What, what do you need to be used by God and to partner with Him? All you need is to be alive. If you can pinch yourself, that means you've got an earth suit. That means that you are qualified to be used by God, to, to partner with God, and to, to be His hands and His feet to see His kingdom coming. I think the biggest challenge that, that, that pretty much all of us face is that we disqualify ourselves, is that we, we think, well, I'm not spiritual enough to be used by God. I haven't prayed enough. I haven't fasted enough. I haven't read the Bible enough. I haven't had enough devotion time or enough quiet time. My, my singing voice is not quite holy enough. And so, I mean, whatever the reason, uh, I think we disqualify ourselves far too easily. And, and when we get into that mindset, uh, you know, we've started off on the wrong foot <laughs> because you never can qualify yourself. You never can qualify yourself to be used by God because He's the one that qualifies you and me. It's because of what Jesus did on the cross and the victory that He won for us that we are now uh, qualified and we get invited to be part of the family of God and to partner with Him in seeing God doing uh, the supernatural here uh, in and through us. I think one of the most profound privileges that we have while we walk the face of the earth is to be used by God in seeing Him break through into our, uh, our very ordinary lives and doing extraordinary things. And, and if you've never experienced that, then hopefully this morning that'll start to be unlocked and opened in your heart, uh, in your life, and that you'll start to see God working through you uh, in supernatural ways. Because have you got an earth suit? If you've got an earth suit, you're qualified. <laughs> That's all you need. You're, you're qualified. Let me read you in uh, 
Matthew chapter 10, verse 1, and then we're going to jump to verse 7 and verse 8. So this is Jesus. Uh, he's called his 12 disciples, and he's about to send them out. And so from verse 1, Jesus called his 12 disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. So we see Jesus is giving us authority. He's the one that's qualified, and then he gives us this authority to heal every sickness, every disease. He then says from verse 7, As you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons, freely you have received, freely give. I'm sure if you've been around Breakthrough for a little while, uh, you've heard this scripture because it's one of our, our favorite scriptures that we like to go to because this is like a, a mandate that the Lord has given us as, as Breakthrough and broader than Breakthrough as the church. This is Jesus sending out the disciples and if you've got an earth seat and if you've uh, been born again, it means you're a disciple and it means that you've been given this mandate as well to as you go proclaim this message and part of that message is healing the sick and that's where we, we're focused We've felt for these last couple, uh, couple weeks that the Lord is really uh, putting a focus on the gift of healing and on the ministry of healing. Uh, but yet I think too many of us think it's only for certain uh, special people that have a special gift of healing and only they can operate in that gift. We're, we're praying earlier this morning and uh, we're, we're talking about the weather because we're trying to figure out where should we do the refreshments after the service. Should it be inside? Should it be outside? And, uh, and Lareko says, well, it, it looks clear outside. It doesn't look like it's going to rain. John had a different perspective from where he came from his house. And Lareko says, well, I'm not a meteorologist, so like, don't ask me about the weather as you kind of backtrack from. It's not going to rain. <laughs> I think we do that with the when it comes to the gift of healing. Now, do you have to be a meteorologist to tell what the, skies look, what the sky looks like and, and whether it's possibly going to rain or not? Like, if it's raining, do you need to be a meteorologist to say, yes, it is raining, I confirm it is raining? Uh, no, you know it's raining. If the sun's shining, you know the sun's shining. We're able to comment on the weather without being a meteorologist. We're able to engage with it in that way. I hope you're getting this analogy, but I think sometimes we think we have to be a meteorologist to make any comment or reference to the weather. We think that we have to be this superhuman, supernatural being to engage the Lord when it comes to healing at all. No, you just have to be a human being that looks outside and sees, oh, look, it's raining. You just need to be a human being that just goes to the coffee station and sees, oh, my colleague is sick. You don't have to be the doctor or the, the expert or the superhuman you have permission to now engage with that person and to release healing. Do you guys get that analogy? Because <laughs> we disqualify ourselves too much, but the Lord is the one that's already qualified us. Not only has He qualified us, but He sent us and He's given us authority. Uh, I once heard a prophet of God say, healing is not a, an, an optional choice uh, of Christianity. It is, a, it is a command of the Lord. And I think when we look at the Scriptures, I think we could, we could probably agree with, with those words, that the, the, the Scriptures are pretty strong and, and clear in terms of the instruction that the Lord gives us as His disciples when it comes to the ministry of healing. Uh, let's look at Luke chapter 10. We're going to read verse 1 and then again verse 8 to 9. So we've read where Jesus sends out the 12. He gives them authority, sends them out, gives them instructions uh, as they go. So now we see Him sending out 72 
Luke 10, verse 1, it says, After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them two by two ahead of him to every town and place where he was about to go. When you, uh, verse, verse 8, When you enter a town and are welcomed, eat what is offered to you, heal the sick who are there, and tell them the kingdom of God has come near you. So we see both these accounts where Jesus sending out his disciples, first the 12 and then the 72, as they're going with the gospel message, what is the command, the instruction Jesus gives them is to heal the sick that are in that area. And so when it comes to preaching the gospel, healing goes hand in hand with preaching the gospel. Uh, when it comes to our life as disciples, followers of Jesus, healing should become more and more normal. And that's what our, our hope and our heart is for us here at Breakthrough, that we will see a healing move of God uh, flow through our city, through our workplaces, through our schools, uh, that this will stir people's hearts to turn from their evil ways and turn to the Lord. Uh, I mean, I'm sure many of you have, have seen God do miracles before, but a, a healing miracle is one of the most powerful things to turn someone's heart uh, to the Lord. And so we're going to see wonderful things happen in these days as people encounter Jesus as healer and turn their hearts to him. We, we, we went on a treasure hunt yesterday and we, we went out treasure hunting on uh, Resurrection Sunday weekend. It was on the Saturday we went out treasure hunting. And, and I had two strange experiences that I, I can't think if I've had two in a, such a small space of time before. So the first one on uh, Resurrection Weekend, we were out in the, the East Rand, or the South rather, and we, we, we were treasure hunting, and so we, we approached a, a group of, of people that had some clues um, that, that matched our map. So, all right, let me backtrack a little bit. Treasure hunting is where we ask God to give us clues to send us to people who He wants to love, encourage, bless. It's kind of like Ananias. Uh, when he has an encounter with, with the Lord to go and find Saul uh, because Saul had his Damascus Road experience and, and God gives Ananias the address, what's wrong with him, what he needs to do, all sorts of instructions. So it's basically, that's where it comes from. God, speak to us, give us instructions to find people who, who you've been ministering to. And so off we go and we find a bunch of people uh, at a car wash place that had the clothes that we had descriptions of and uh, Anyway, it turns out that one, one lady's got elbow pain and another lady's got hip pain. And both of those were healing clues that God had given us of things that he wanted to heal. And so we go ahead and we, we pray for the lady with the elbow and, uh, and the pain reduces. And so um, healing is so simple out on the streets. It really is. So I, I then say to the colleague uh, and say, why don't you pray for your colleague and ask God to take away the pain? And she looks at me like, I don't know how to do this. But remember, you just need an earth suit to qualify. And so she prays for her colleague and her colleague gets completely healed. All the pain disappears. So that was really cool. But, but now this is the crazy part. So I then turn to the lady with the hip and, and we're now going to pray for her. And I say, well, cool, can we pray for you now? And she says, well, actually, when my colleague prayed for my other colleague, my pain disappeared. It's like, whoa, that's pretty crazy. That's almost, you know, that, that, that's kind of on the line of, uh, uh, of Peter's shadow healing, I guess. And uh, there was no shadows. It was a rainy day. <laughs> and we were inside. I was like, that's pretty, pretty cool. 
So yesterday we go out treasure hunting again, and the first lady we approach, we have a bunch of clues for her, and, and, and we approach her, explain that we're on a treasure hunt. God gave us clues. God led us to her because we feel God wants to bless her, encourage her, heal her, uh, whatever it is. And, uh, and so as we're engaging with her, we say, well, have you got any pain in your body? And, uh, and she says, yeah, she's actually got some pain in, in her womb. And so we start asking, and I'm going to teach us through this very practically now in a little bit, um, how bad is your pain level on a, a scale of 10 being like excruciating pain to zero being no pain? Where on that, on that uh, scale would your pain be? And as we're talking to her, she says, it was a five, but, but actually come to think about it, when I, when I walked in, when you guys approached me and started talking to me, my pain just disappeared. I was like, what? We haven't even prayed for you yet. <laughs> And the pain stayed gone. And I was like, I think God is just speaking to us. Because his heart is so to heal that, that it's not about you or I praying an anointed, special, you know, amazing prayer that then unlocks and activates God, God's willingness to heal. No, his very nature, his heart, his, it's who he is, is, is healer. And so I think these two encounters that I've had is, is just God reminding me and reminding us that that's just how he is. And so I was then able to encourage, you know, both of these individuals that, oh, hey, it's, it's no magic powers that any of us have in our you know, hands. It's, it's God. It's the Holy Spirit. And he happens to live inside of us and, and flow through us. But he doesn't have to wait for us. He, he's sovereign and he can, he can do as he pleases and and if he wants to just heal someone before we've even prayed, well, I'm not going to argue. <laughs> God, please, <laughs> go ahead. We love it when you do that. I think it's just God revealing how, how much he, he loves us and how much he wants to heal. That it's, it's not about the specific special prayer. It's just about his presence. It's just about going and loving people. And uh, when people encounter the love of Father God, uh, with that comes healing, comes restoration, comes deliverance, comes freedom. So let's look at a, a story of, of one of the ways that, that Jesus healed. And so we're in Mark chapter 16. Um, well, sorry, that's, this is not a story, but let me read, read this other scripture to us first um, to encourage us and remind us that we are all invited on this healing adventure. Uh, Mark 16, 17, and 18 says, As these, uh, And these signs will accompany those who are apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers, uh, called out ones, you know, anointed ones, only people in full-time ministry. Is that? That's not, that's not what it says. Sorry, I think our media had a glitch over there. We'll, we'll be correcting. We're having technical problems right now. We will resolve them shortly. No, come on. I think we all know that's not what it says. These signs will accompany those who believe. Uh, come on, we all believe. What are these signs that are supposed to accompany us? It says, in my name they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. When they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people, and they will get well. Come on, amen, amen. Lord, this is our heart. We know we don't see this fully, but if we don't go for it, we'll never get there. You know, if you don't enter the race or participate in the race, you will never win the race. We've got to start to engage with the Lord when it comes to healing in a, an increased manner and just really press into Him um, for healing if we want to see Him flow powerfully and see a healing movement here at Breakthrough and, and in, in our city. 
So let's now move uh, back a few chapters to Mark chapter 8, and let's look at uh, one of the stories where we, we see this encounter, this interaction between Jesus and, uh, and a blind man. So we're in Mark chapter 8. Uh, we're going to read from verse 22 to verse 26. It says, They came to Bethsaida, and some people brought a blind man and begged Jesus to touch him. He took the blind man by the hand and led him outside the village. When he had spit on the man's eyes and put his hands on him, Jesus asked, Do you see anything? He looked up and said, I see people. They look like trees walking around. Once more, Jesus put his hands on the man's eyes. Then his eyes were opened. His sight was restored, and he saw everything clearly. Jesus sent him home, saying, Do not even go into the village. Come on, isn't that just a crazy cool story? Uh, I'm, I'm... if I was this guy, I'd be grateful that I was the blind guy because I didn't see that Jesus was about to spit and put it on me. <laughs> you know, the, the other guy, however, he, he, was, he, was, he was deaf and, and couldn't speak very well. He sees Jesus because he wasn't blind. And so he sees Jesus spit and then give him a... <laughs> fingers in the ears and then spits on his tongue and his ears open and his mouth, his tongue is loosed. Uh, I'm, I'm, I would choose to be this guy, I think. Rather be blind and not know what's going on. Just some special anointing oil of some sort that's coming upon me. <laughs> Let's have a look at what happens in this, this, this encounter. So, because there's some clues for us here that can help us just to, uh, I guess, figure out a little bit of a, a process to follow when it comes to, to ministering healing to someone. So the first thing Jesus does is he identifies what's wrong with the man. It's very simple in this situation. The man is clearly blind. But Jesus knows what the issue is, and he knows what, what uh, breakthrough the man's needing. Jesus then does this prophetic action by putting spit on the man's eyes. And so Jesus is, is following Holy Spirit. Father God, what are you saying? And so he does a prophetic action. You know, when we read the Gospels, you won't find a scripture or a verse uh, that I can think of where Jesus prays for healing. And you also won't find a, a verse where we're instructed to pray for healing. We're, we're instructed to heal. Uh, we're instructed to release healing. Um, as someone once put it once, sometimes we, we, we come to Father God and we ask him to do the very thing that he's asked us to do. I mean, imagine your, your kid doing that. You, you give your kid an instruction. I mean, it's Mother's Day, and so moms, you're, you're free to give your, your kids as many instructions as you want today. But what would you do if your kid came back to you three minutes later and said, oh, mommy, won't you please do that very thing that you just asked me to do? You'd be pretty irritated, wouldn't you? I'm not saying God gets irritated, but what I am saying is that I think we often go to God asking Him to do what He's already told us to do. And then we wonder why it's not working. It's like, well, I've told you to do it, and so go and do it. You see, God has told us to heal the sick. He's given us authority over every sickness and disease and to heal the sick. And so our responsibility as disciples is to release healing and not necessarily to ask for healing. I'm, I'm not saying we can't pray. Of course we can pray. We've got to knock and keep on knocking. But 
oftentimes, and when we read through all the healing stories and the, the scriptures, we'll see it's a prophetic action, it's, a, it's a, a declaration, it's a word of instruction. I mean, for the ten lepers, it's just go show yourselves to the priests. As they're going, they then discover, wait, we're healed. God, God works in all sorts of wonderful ways. And so, God, what are you doing in this moment? And so Jesus, you know, one with the Holy Spirit is, is being obedient. And so that was the obedience prophetic act that God told them to do, was to, to spit, put it in the man's eyes. And um, yeah, so we see this prophetic action. Jesus then checks in with the man. Um, how are you doing? This is probably the one area that uh, I think we, we struggle with the most. So maybe you'll have enough boldness to, to step out and, and pray for someone. But do you have enough courage to then, once you've said amen, check in with them and say, hey, how are you doing? Are you feeling, are you experiencing any difference? So we see Jesus doing this uh, straight away. Once he's put his, uh, the spit on the guy's eyes, he checks in with them. Do you see anything? And he gets feedback. And the guy's like, yeah, I see trees. They're walking around. I mean, imagine if Jesus left him in that state. He'd be in a permanent forest. <laughs> just trying to get out of this forest, but wherever I go, I just see trees. <laughs> so what does Jesus do? Once he's checked in, he lays hands a second time, puts his hands on the man's eyes. And after the second time, then he checks in again and we get the feedback that his eyes are opened and he can see clearly. Wow, come on, God. We want to see that happen in our day. Jesus then gives further instruction uh, as to what, what this guy's supposed to do. And that specific instruction was to, to not go and uh, uh, go, don't go to the village, don't, don't tell the whole story, because Jesus was, was not ready yet to be fully revealed as the Son of Man. And so a lot of these miracles, he's, he was kind of keeping on the hush-hush. The we don't have to do that anymore, unless Holy Spirit says so let's take this and let's, let's, let's look at what could this look like as a little bit of a prayer model, and then we're going we're gonna to do this together. So when there's someone that's sick, the first thing you want to do is you want to find out what's wrong. So you want to ask them uh, one or two simple, quick questions as you do a quick interview with them. You want to say, what's wrong? Uh, is there something perhaps you can't do? Have you got limited mobility, um, if it's kind of a joint pain or whatever it is? And then also if they're in pain, you want to ask them before you pray, on the international pain scale of zero being no pain, 10 being excruciating pain, where is your pain level at? This is really important because they're then putting a marker down that then helps us to identify, is God doing something or not? You know, if, if the pain goes up, well, that's a clue for us. If the pain goes up, most likely it's a demonic thing. If the pain comes down, well, God is doing something. If the pain starts to move around, that's also most likely a demonic thing. And so these, these things are a little clues for us as we start to pray. But you're finding out where's the pain, um, is there something they can't do, and on the, the pain scale, how bad is it right now? You can then also maybe find out how long have they had it. Have they had this pain for many multiple years, or has it only been, uh, no, they stubbed their toe when they walked up the stairs and they got a sore toe, so it's been 10 minutes or whatever the case. In, in 30, 30 to 60 seconds, you're getting this information from the person, and then you can go ahead and say, well, can we pray? When you pray, you want to keep your eyes open so you can observe what God's doing. Um, uh, we, we prayed for someone doing a healing demonstration in our school, uh, based on Tuesday night about three or four weeks ago, and the power of God came upon this lady that she fell over. Now, if we had our eyes closed, she might have got injured while she was being healed, and we don't want that. So let's, let's keep our eyes open while, while we're praying. 
so we can see what God's doing. Um, and then when you start to pray, you want to ask the person if it's appropriate, is it okay for you to lay hands on them? Um, and you want to be obviously sensitive to what is an appropriate place to, to touch, uh, touch someone. And you want to ask them before you just go and put your hands on them, would it be appropriate or would you, would you be okay with me uh, putting my hands on you? We do obviously see multiple uh, scriptural references where laying on of hands is, is used with, with healing. Then you're going to pray a short prayer, and you're just going to invite the presence of God. You're going to invite the Holy Spirit. You're going to invite His kingdom to come and be established in that person's heart. And at this point, you're saying, God, what are you doing? God, will you come in and show me what it is that you're doing? Is there a prophetic action? Is there a phrase you want me to say? Is there an instruction? Is there, what is it that you're doing? Because you're the healer. Um, and so is there something specific God's saying to you in that moment? And then have the boldness and the courage to release or to do that thing. I once heard a testimony, and I'll try to share it quickly, of, of someone that struggled with, uh, with chronic asthma and would have these asthma attacks, had to be rushed to hospital. Uh, one day, the neighbor of this, this kid, this was in Singapore, was having an asthma attack. The Lord speaks to the neighbor. Uh, so the neighbor didn't know that the, the, the kid next door was having an asthma attack. And, and the Lord says to the neighbor, uh, I need to make two slices of toast, go over to the house, put it on the boy's chest, and wrap a towel around him. Well, that's weird, but she's obedient, does it, goes over, kid's busy having an asthma attack, puts the two slices of toast on his chest, wraps a towel around him, and he gets completely healed. <laughs> you see, God sometimes asks us to do these random prophetic acts, um, spit in the guy's tongue, make, spit in the sand and make mud and put it in his eyes, and, and then go wash in the, the, the pool. Like, so, God, what are you saying? What are you doing? Let's not get into a, a formulaic way of, of, of ministering healing. Um, so you're going to be praying the short prayer. You're going to do this for normally not more than 30 to 60 seconds. As I shared those two testimonies, remember, uh, before we could even get to praying for them, God healed them. And so we often actually find this, that God moves and starts healing before you've you know, finished your prayer. And so keep your prayers um, short and, and to the point when it comes to healing uh, for one-on-one. For -on -one. Um, and just, yeah, declare, speak to the pain, uh, speak to the situation, take authority and, uh, and command it to leave. Remember, you've been given authority to heal the sick. You've got authority over every sickness, every disease. And so let's be bold in our declaration. Once you've prayed a short prayer, you're then going to get feedback. You're going to say, what are you feeling? What are you sensing? Has the pain come down? You want to ask them, on that pain level, where is the pain now? Has the pain gone up? Has it gone down? Is it completely gone? Uh, check in with them. If they couldn't move their arm more than this much, ask them to gently see if they can maybe move their arm a little bit more. So you want to check in with them. Is there something that they can do? Has there been an improvement? Is God doing something? And we want to then celebrate what God's doing. We want to give thanksgiving because thanksgiving brings and just attracts His presence and we see Him uh, work even more when we, we give thanksgiving. Once uh, we've done that, we then want to ask, can we pray again? Uh, just as we see even Jesus ministering healing twice. And so I think it's perfectly legal for us to minister healing two, three, four, even five times as the Holy Spirit guides and leads. And so feel free to then say, can we, can we pray again and, uh, and, and trust God? Um, once you've done all of that and you, you're finishing off the prayer time, you can then go and give some, uh, some, some counsel or some advice to the person. Um, if they don't know Jesus, you can uh, preach the gospel to them. Uh, maybe you want to encourage them with some wisdom that the Lord gives you. Uh, again, we see this constantly in the scriptures where Jesus gives instruction after, after healing, uh, post-prayer suggestions, we call it. 
All right, so we're going to now do this together, and if you're at home, you're going to do it with us as well. And so uh, a couple of things I felt the Lord wants to heal this morning. If you've got hazy vision, um, I feel God's going to bring clarity. If you see people that look like trees, uh, <laughs> let's trust God for clarity. Um, if you've got scoliosis in the spine or uh, someone with spinal uh, bifida, I felt God was going to be healing that. Uh, someone that had a concussion uh, or a rugby injury, or it might be both, um, any kind of sports injury. I want to pray for joint pains. I want to pray for, for asthma, for allergies, and then any other preny that you have. So I've just called out a few just to, just to help uh, encourage you to, to stand up and respond to healing. But can I ask if you need healing this morning, whether it's for a disease, whether you've got pain in your body, uh, lack of, of mobility, if you're needing healing, could I ask you to, to raise your hand so that we know who's needing healing? And uh, wonderful. Just checking the numbers over here. Wonderful. Thank you for being bold and raising your hand. Uh, God's going to do wonderful things. All right, can I ask you to now stand and, uh, and then everyone else that's seated, you guys are the, the ministry team. Is there anyone that hasn't got an earth suit? Because if they haven't got an earth suit, please, we need to kick them off the ministry team. But as long as they've got an earth suit, they're on the ministry team this morning. All right, so now ask the Holy Spirit, is there someone that is highlighting to you? Everyone that's seated, you're the ministry team, and I really want to encourage that we all engage with this this morning. So ask the Holy Spirit, and that's normally just the first person that you see or that your eyes drawn to. That's often the Holy Spirit uh, highlighting someone to you. So hopefully you've had enough chance for, for someone to be highlighted, and uh, now we can go gather around these folk, and I will give you instructions once you've gathered around. So just gather around these folks. At home, we're going to be praying for you as well. So everyone, stand up, go find the person that was highlighted to you. If you're standing for healing, feel free maybe to keep your hand raised until you've got at least two or three people uh, gathered around with you to, to pray for you. So if you're seated, come on, you've got an earth suit. I really want to encourage you. Uh, be bold. You, you can just go and observe what God's going to be doing this morning. If I can ask if you wanting healing to keep your hand raised until you've got at least one or two people uh, with you. Uh, there we go. I think, I think we're almost all covered. All right. Shh. All right. If I can just ask, because there are a lot of us in the room, if we just follow the instructions, it's just going to help us to get through this a little bit more smoothly. Um, so let's, let's go through this together. So you can now go ahead and interview the person. I'm going to give you uh, just 60 seconds for the person that's needing prayer to explain what's wrong and uh, what limitation they might have and how bad the pain is. So you've got 60 seconds. Go for it. Hopefully you've got the highlights version. We don't need the whole medical history. Okay. Shh. All right. So now we're going to ask the Holy Spirit what it is that he wants to do. So maybe there's a prophetic action he's giving you. Um, I, I just want to encourage you, if the prophetic action is to spit, maybe just check with the person first if they're okay with that. Uh, but so if it is a, a prophetic action involving touching the person or doing anything, just check with them. This is what I sense the Lord doing. Would you be okay if I did this? Uh, so just get their permission. So 
I'm going to give you then 60 seconds now just to go ahead and minister healing in whatever way you feel Holy Spirit speaking to you, whether it's a prophetic action, whether it's commanding it to leave. But I want to encourage us, let's be bold in our prayers. Let's pray authoritative prayers. Let's command pain and sickness to leave instead of coming with petition asking prayers. So you guys have got 60 seconds. Let's go ahead and minister healing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for healing people in this room. All right, if we can start to bring that to a close. And then now let's go ahead and ask the person you're praying for to check it out, to test it, to see if there's been any change or improvement. So go ahead and do that. Test it out quickly. You can also check in with them. Are they feeling Are they feeling warmth? Are they feeling tingling? Are they feeling electricity? These are all signs of Holy Spirit moving um, in that person's body. All right. Okay, can we stop our prayers now? And uh, I just want to check in before we pray a second time. So shh. All right. If you've received prayer and you felt an improvement, so the pain level has come down, the mobility has been increased, can I ask you to wave your hand up in the air, nice and high, so we can see what God's doing in the room. Nice and high, all the way up. Come on, thank you, Jesus. Can we celebrate what he's doing? Look at all of these hands. There's at least probably 15 hands raised. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All right, are those hands, can I just see, are any of you completely healed and that the pain or whatever is completely gone? Can you raise your hand if, if you're... All right, so none of us are more anointed than Jesus just yet, so we all get to go a second time. So... Let's now thank God for what he's doing if he started healing. Uh, and for the rest of us, let's, let's continue saying, hey, God, what are you doing? What are you saying in this moment? Perhaps there's a prophetic action. So stretch yourself and uh, let's, let's pray for healing again. You've got another 60 seconds. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I just felt there were a number of people with back pain, busy being healed, lower back pain. Uh, so thank you, Lord, that lower back pain is being lifted off right now. Thank you, Jesus. Hmm. I just felt there was someone, uh, someone wearing purple needing prayer for, for hearing. Is there anyone that was wanting prayer for he uh, hearing loss? 
Okay. Thank you, Lord, that you're healing both of those. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, check it out again. Um, see if you've got further improvement, further mobility. Uh, I'm going to give you just uh, 10 seconds to test it out. All right. Can I see again if you felt a further improvement? So from the, now that we've prayed a second time, if you felt a further improvement, can I ask you to wave your hand if you felt additional improvement? Wave your hand nice and high. Thank you, Lord. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 hands. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. There might be 16 over there. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Is there anyone experiencing complete healing where you, you feel pretty much back to 100%? Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I'm seeing one, two, three, four, five hands. Thank you, Lord. You're so good. You're so good. All right. Is there anyone um, you're still feeling really, really uh, unwell at the moment? Because I want to get one of these people that's received full healing to come and release their testimony, their breakthrough over you as well. Um, so if you... We're going to pray, pray one more time before we end our service. So if you're still needing healing, uh, if I can ask you to raise your hand again, and we're going to bring in some, um, some extra support. So if you've received full healing, come and find one of these people that has their hand up and, uh, and come and join and release healing to them as well. So let's go after this one last time. Let's keep trusting God uh, for complete full healing. So I'm going to give you another 60 seconds. Uh, so let's keep praying one last time. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you that ears are opening. Mm. The rest of you still get to participate. You don't have to disengage. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Just another testimony just shared during, during worship before we even uh, prayed for anyone. Uh, healing was experienced. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. All right, test it out again if, uh, if you still uh, are pressing in for, for healing. If uh, you've been prayed for, let's stop, stop the prayers and let's test it out. See if the pain has come, come down further. See if you've got further mobility. All right. All right, after that third time of prayer, can I ask you if you've received additional uh, healing? So if you felt the pain come down further, you've got more mobility, God's doing something, can I ask you to, to wave your hand again one last time? If, uh, wow, see a hand over there. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Come on, aren't you guys encouraged? Wasn't that amazing? Just so simply, I mean... How many of you guys experienced God healing through you for the first time this morning or in a, in a new, fresh way? I'm sure there must be some first-timers. I'm seeing some hands. Come on, that's how easy it is. And so God bless you guys. God wants to minister healing through you. Remember, all you need to do is have an earth suit. That's all you need. You have been commissioned. You have got the authority. Jesus has sent you. And, uh, and the Holy Spirit lives within you. 
and he wants to flow through you ministering healing. So after we've done all of this prayer and the person's been healed, this is often the most important part is to then give some post-prayer kind of instruction. So encourage the person. Uh, The Lord has healed them because he loves them. Jesus has taken away that pain, not because you're amazing, but because he's amazing. And so you want to encourage them and keep pointing back to Jesus. You always want to do that after every prayer and encounter. Point back to Jesus. He's the healer. And so you want to point back to him and you want to then encourage them to continue to hold on to that victory. Uh, In Acts chapter 10, verse 38, I think it it says, Jesus was anointed by God and went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. You see, a lot of sickness is not just from a natural cause, but it's actually from a demonic attack on a person. And so when that uh, healing takes place, that's almost a form of deliverance. That demonic thing is, is, is delivered. And it wants to come back sometimes. And so you need to coach that person to, to keep holding on to the Lord and holding on to that victory, holding on to that healing. And so you want to encourage them to keep trusting the Lord. If the pain tries to come back, that they don't agree with it, that you say, no, I've been healed and I command this pain to leave and go away. Does that make sense? So those are the type of the instructions you want to give them. Obviously, if, if you're praying for a colleague or you do this uh, tomorrow morning or in the week, uh, you, you want to you check, do they know Jesus? Have they invited Jesus into their heart as their Lord, as their Savior? And that's a brilliant opportunity to preach the gospel. Amen. 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 I want to pray one last time for us, and then I think uh, we'll give us final instructions for the morning, but we, and then we'll be done. So can I ask us all to stand and put your hands out? I want to pray for uh, the gift of healing to increase uh, upon each one of us. Let's pray. Ah, Lord Jesus, thank you that you love us. Thank you that you give us this gift of healing. Thank you that you give us authority, authority over every sickness and every disease to minister healing. Wow, we're so grateful that that we get to co-labor with you. Thank you, Lord, that we've got an earth suit and so we qualify. Thank you that we qualify because of what you've done for us. And so, Lord, we ask for the gift of healing to increase upon every individual here. That, Lord, a boldness will come upon us. A courage will come upon us to step out, to take risks, to pray for sick people and see you move powerfully in and through us. And so thank you for your boldness and your courage that comes upon each one of us right now this morning. Thank you for an increase in the gift of healing. Again, for everyone at home, we just release healing to you in the name of Jesus. We just declare, be healed be healed. Check it out and give us a comment if you haven't already of how you're doing if you're watching online. And so Lord, we thank you for your blessing upon each one of us. As we go from this place, may we go in your authority uh, to heal and to minister love uh, to those that need it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So again, the refreshments are downstairs. I believe it is inside. And so, moms, we love you. Let's let the moms go first. If you're visiting, please do join us at our visitor center. Uh, We'd love to connect with you guys. Otherwise, have a wonderful day further. Thanks for tuning in online. God bless.